0: What's happening, sports fans? I'm James Poole, and this is What J&J Say Sports. I'm here with my man Jason Lamb, yep, yep. and you know we're about to get this party started. All right, guys, check it out. We're back on the regular. We hit you guys up on Wednesday. Now we're back on a Friday. Um, we talked about the NBA wanting to get the 22 uh, teams to play a short, abbreviated um, eight-game season. Eight season. And uh, so they voted— we told you guys they were going to vote Thursday, and it got approved, twenty nine to one to one. Yep, to and one. The one team that Jay and I were talking about that this benefited the most, the Portland Trailblazers, happens to be the team that voted against it. I don't even understand that. It, it doesn't even make, sense. make sense, man. I agree, but um, whatever. It's the way they are. So, um. You, so what, I, what I'm saying is, I'm gonna let you guys know. Uh, this is this is what's happening. Um, they're all gonna play in Orlando. It's gonna be the regular season will extend 16 days, with five to six games per day. That's how it's gonna work. All right. Uh, there'll be four hours between games on each individual court, pretty much to let overtimes. You know, in case they can have to accommodate for overtimes, cleaning up, warm ups, and uh, they'll be using three courts in the complex for the game. All right. Okay. Um, in the eight-game regular season format, each team is expected to play one back-to-back, one back-to-back, one back-to-back. And you know, Ka- you know, Kawhi Leonard will be sitting on. He'll that be back-to-back. taking <laughs> one of them. One of them will be off. Uh, the NBA is expected uh, to be aggressive in moving up the dates to start playoff series when the previous round series uh, come to an end. So pretty much, if it's supposed to be seven-game series and it ends in four, and the other team. Series ends in four, they're going to move up, and they're going to move the dates forward more. And uh, the NBA final format is expected to include games every other day. Yes. So that's going to be awesome, by the way. Um, so here's the thing that, that – here's my question for you, man. Does all this seem a little hokey to you, man, like a little gimmicky to you? Do you think the, the winner of this will get an act- actress because of the short play? Oh heck no! You don't think so? What do you think? No thinking? way, man!
1: It is what it is, man. It's a. I'm so happy that the Lakers <laughs> actually get a shot to. They got they, they put there's a lot, and that's not just the Lakers. You got these teams that put these teams have put these teams together. The, the Clippers, you know, you got these teams that have put put all these guys together to get ready yeah. for this. You know, and 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 for the, for them not to get a shot to win because you don't know what we're not guaranteed anything next year. You know what I mean? So. Um, definitely gotta crown a champion. It, it would to me it would just be uh, it would hurt a lot more if if we if they just canceled the rest of the season and went into next year. Like, you know, it would be terrible to finish off not finish off a season and not have a champion. You gotta have a champion. Yeah, you're right about that.
0: Um so and then that's what that's what we play the game for. That's right. <laughs> you know so I mean? here's my question. Here's another question I have for you. Um the NBA Their finals will be – we already said October 12th would be the finals. Game 7 of the finals. Maybe, but if they're saying they're moving stuff up. Right. It's technically speaking that's what they're saying is that. So do you know what happens that week? Let me tell you what happens that week. College football, that's their rivalry weeks. Just to let you know that. So the NBA Finals is going to have to go up against the rivalry weeks. Uh, In the NFL – Tom Brady takes himself on a Thursday night up to Chicago and play the Bears. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And there's a whole lot of other games that they have to go against that are <laughs> rivalries in the NFL that week. Um, those are two giants that the NBA is going to have to go against. Yeah. Now, let's just say uh, you get a, you get two teams – in the NBA playoffs that don't have the largest market. What are you thinking? Do you think they have a shot of going up against the NBA? I think I'm going to put up like three TVs. <laughs> it's <laughs> ridiculous, right? It's going to look like Beef <laughs> O'Brady's in my house. Man. <laughs> With all ain't missing nothing. <laughs> but, uh, It'll be glory days. Uh, yeah, I think I, – man, I think uh, that's a monster to go up against.
1: Yeah, but I think a lot of people who watch basketball – are gonna want are gonna watch the basketball anyway? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like um, I feel like basketball's viewership doesn't really change much. Wouldn't really change much.
0: Yeah, because I think
1: people, I think you know I think their
0: fans are. You're today. you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some fans. You are gonna get some of the casual fans are gonna want to watch. It might actually for people who like like multiple
1: sports, yeah. like me and you, it might actually hurt football more than it hurts basketball. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's the other thing. that I mean, do I want to watch a regular season game between – not the same – a game between the Eagles and the Steelers isn't fantastic. I would love to watch. It depends on who's playing on the
0: hardwood, man. Yeah, It all depends. If you're you're giving me LeBron James against the Greek freak, I'm going to tell you which way I'm going. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. But I could get, you know, Dallas against Philadelphia – and I'm not too interested in that. I'm not going to lie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, would it be cool? I'm talking about... Or you could get
1: Kawhi versus uh, Kawhi versus um, uh, Giannis. Yeah, I mean, there's you know there's saying? some great a matches. A rematch. I'm sure I'm I mean, kind of, not a rematch of the, of the Raptors and, and
0: Bucks, but yeah.
1: a rematch of Kawhi and, and... And Giannis.
0: Giannis. So here's the question. The, um, the higher-seeded teams... They still haven't said how they're going to reward the higher seeded teams. You know, mo- let's be honest. Uh, higher seeded teams have obviously played the lower seeded teams, and that's their reward. But you also get home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Nobody gets home court advantage. No. Now there's been some things that that they've said. Um, they'll allow the higher seeded team to bring the hardwood floors from their own stadium. Oh, so that's they one just, thing. So when you are watching
1: the game, you see you see what yeah they they play more team. on that
0: hardwood um the other thing they were talking about is after the tip off for the second uh, third and fourth quarters giving the highest seed team the ball so and that's what I'm saying are we getting to the point where it's getting a little little you gimmicky you do that man it's getting a little yeah, gimmicky though right that's gimmicky you, that that's that's not cool but if you want to try things that are going to help improve your league I mean, right now is the time to try, it, bro. It's true, I And mean, No one's gonna be like they all up in yeah, arms. Yeah, they they could have did. And one
1: thing I thought they probably should have did, and I thought thought would be pretty cool because, like, traveling obviously isn't gonna matter. Yeah, is doing like a sixteen seed tournament.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a one um, one through sixteen seed. And that's 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 one of the things that um, when I was reading the ESPN article, that's one of the reasons why the Trailblazers actually voted to no. Is because the they froze the draft lottery, and they they thought there were other routes that the NBA could go that would be a little bit better. So
1: yeah, um, yeah, no, that that's getting a little gimmicky. I think you. I mean, I'm definitely cool with changing the hardwood. You know, just so like just give you the visual aspect of you know the whoever the Nuggets playing on on the Nuggets floor. You know, Um, having no fans is going to be it's going to suck for the home team, but. Um, one team that might really benefit, in a sense, is the Lakers because the Lakers aren't used to having that much of a enthusiastic home crowd.
0: No, it's a social event as, as, as it is. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real.
1: So for them, you know they they don't have Lakers never have much of a home 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 court advantage <laughs> anyway. Other than right. the tra- other than the travel, yes, traveling from Milwaukee to L.A. and you know, that's a huge jump. Right. Um, other than the travel, but as far as the crowd goes, you know. And I'm not saying look, the, the Staples Center doesn't get loud, you know, with fans. And I mean, it can, just like any other home home crowd. But they're, they're just not known. Lakers fans aren't known for, you know, uh, shouting people out the gym. Yeah,
0: you know? well, that's so, –
1: <laughs> you're right about so, that. So, I mean, they, they might be the one team that might uh, have the biggest advantage as far as no
0: crowd goes. Yeah, it might not make much of a difference because they don't need to get pumped up for it. Right. So, well, I'll tell you what I'm pumped up for, man. The NFL. Oh, Oh my gosh, am I getting ready you can't to Can't start NFL. soon enough. That's the true story. And we like, should start start camp tomorrow. We'll to start preseason. Tomorrow. Yeah, preseason. Um, tomorrow. So we were uh, we were flipping through the news articles the other day and we saw Peter King of um, the of uh, uh, football, it's football morning in America is Peter King. And he came up with his power rankings for all the NFL teams. And instead of going through all thirty-two teams, because I mean, we can all quibble about. Let's be honest. Uh, Does it really matter to you whether or not the Panthers, Giants, Washington, or Jacksonville are really in the bottom half? Doesn't matter to you where they're at because it doesn't matter to me. No, it's irrelevant. But the top ten is definitely something that we need to be talking about, brother. Those are all playoff Um They, they are. So um, let me go through the top ten for you, man. In order, one through ten. You have Kansas City, okay, Baltimore, New Orleans, San Francisco. I think isn't that,
1: isn't that for like K- Casey, Baltimore, uh, New Orleans, and San Francisco? Isn't that pretty much like the consensus four from everybody? Sometimes yeah. in a little bit different order, depending on who. But well, that's proctor- pretty much everybody. It seems like a consensus yeah. top
0: four. It's like the first tier. I want to say, and that's it. And you can you can base it off of. Um, the teams that have improved brought in some players like Baltimore brought in Clayus Campbell, and you know that was a direct relationship or correlation into the fact that they're trying to stop Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, this ain't happening. Yeah, anymore. and Kansas City, they didn't make any big splashes in this offseason, but no, they didn't they lose didn't, anyone. Right, they pretty much held their so, team together.
1: Right, so that's um, a, that's, and that's a, After winning a Super Bowl, that's a huge deal. That's a huge deal. Just them keeping uh, Sammy Watkins, them yeah. working out a deal to – them two
0: to stay together is yeah. you know, a big deal. Now here's where it gets a little shaky. Number five and I'll just finish off the number ten and we can talk about that. Five through ten you have Tampa Bay Seattle Tennessee at seven Vegas at eight Dallas Pittsburgh and that is your top ten um, I'm not exactly sure how I feel about five through ten I'm yeah, not gonna lie. Yeah, that's.
1: I think that's just totally wrong. All of it. Yeah. So wh- where where you want to start, Jay? Let's just start right with right at five. Let's I, do it, man. And listen, uh, Tampa Bay has a good squad, you know, and and they they brought in you know Tom Brady, um, which is you know a big deal. He's he's definitely not going to turn the ball over 30, 30 times. You know, he ain't, gonna, he ain't gonna throw thirty interceptions. I don't know if he's gonna throw thirty. Five touchdowns. We definitely ain't gonna throw thirty interceptions. No. He we'll probably won't even get half that. Yeah, so he's gonna definitely be a lot more efficient. Like I can definitely see the Bucks improving, but number five already. I think you're just you're putting the cart before the horse. This is you know true. I mean, I think you're just uh, you're like there's a jump in the gun. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that Tampa can't be the number five team when when the dust dust settles. Uh,
0: but I mean, that's just man. This is true. I think this is a little. A little early and a little presumptuous to mm-hmm. throw Tampa Bay at number five. Absolutely um, fine with Seattle at six. I mean I, I am Wilson makes them a contender. I understand year. that, but that's a little disrespectful, man. And let me tell you what. That's a little disrespectful for the simple fact that all they really have is Russell Wilson. I, I mean I disagree.
1: I think I just I think that their offense has gotten
0: gotten a lot better. I think if they had, if they had a healthy, you do know how long it took Russell Wilson to throw a touchdown to a wide receiver last year, right? It was like week seven, bro. But he started to throw a lot. Yes, <laughs> but I'm just saying that's that's terrible. But we can quibble. I I think DA, Seattle should be in the top ten. Lock it, Carson will be yeah. healthy. I'm not arguing. With they that. brought in what?
1: Then they bring in Carlos Hyde, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, and that's your boy. Yeah, right. That's your boy. <laughs> um, I. I just think that I think that's in the top ten, they're definitely a place they should go. And yeah, let's be honest, they were twelve and six last year. They lost in the NFC divisional game at Green Bay. Um, and that was an awesome game. They lost twenty. They literally had
1: had Beast mode run the ball. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> like they they were the their running back situation right. was the was the same as the Eagles wide receiver situation. This is true. This is true. <laughs> they literally—they were big big people. pulled beast mode, yeah. and, you know. They pulled up in front of Home Depot. No, he was and sitting on, yeah, he was sitting
0: on the couch having a Big Mac when they called him. <laughs> All right, Watching so his kids play Madden or something. Uh, Tennessee at seven. I mean, Tennessee did some things Wrong. last year. Wrong. I mean, they did some things last year that you know they should be like number two or three, somewhere up
1: there. I'm just joking. <laughs> I, was crying, dude. I couldn't even say anything, bro. No, actually, I'm actually the opposite. I'm actually, I think, I think people are, same thing with the Bucs. I think people are jumping the gun on, on the Titans a little bit just because they had a strong finish. Um, and I will say that when we finally got a quarterback who can put the ball down the field, um, you know, it opened things up for Derek. Everybody thinks that Derek Henry carried this team. And in the playoffs, he did. I was just to say, I think he did. And the playoffs, he definitely carried our team. But Derrick Henry was not running. Derrick, let's all not remember, let's all not forget that Derrick Henry's been on the Titans for like three or four years. What, is it last year is it his third year or fourth year? I can't even remember. Something like that. Listen, and he was not, he was not that efficient you know. before that, before Tannehill. And I'm not saying that, again, I'm not saying Henry didn't carry the team in the playoffs because he did. But what I'm saying is when we put Tannehill back there and had a a threat that can put the ball down the field and we finally got a receiver who can really, really make something happen with it, and A.J. Brown, you know, that's going to open up. You can't stack the box against Tennessee the way
0: that you, you know,
1: did. You do understand that
0: Tannehill in the playoffs threw for 165 yards total. Right. Yes. Okay. Please. I'm just. I just didn't know if you forgot about it. I'm talking about passing the ball down I feel field. Like he's Brett Favre. But you
1: do. Un- but you do understand that that Tannehill was the most efficient quarterback in, and I wouldn't say the most. Probably. I was probably say. Not, maybe not. Maybe
0: Lamar, Lamar Jackson. He's one of the
1: most efficient. Quarter- we would not even sniff the playoffs. If, I like if it
0: wasn't for Ryan. I'm gonna Tannehill. tell you what. I actually we like, would have never even been there. I actually like Ryan Tannehill. I liked him when he was with Miami. I thought he got a real deal when he was with Miami. But either way, last year Derrick Henry ran the ball 386 times. That's never good for the next season. I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, the good Um, thing
1: for him is he has not put on a lot of miles since he became since he got into the league. Now, so that's that's a positive. He he didn't put over 300 carries in 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 the
0: last three seasons. You know what I'm saying? So if you can tell me, something maybe, uh, what in God's name makes anyone think that Vegas should be eight or Pittsburgh a ten. If you could please inform me of this, um, it'd be greatly appreciated. I'm not. I think Pittsburgh has a really awesome team. Holy mackerel.
1: Minus Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's so terrible. I mean, they literally almost made the playoffs with like, you know, quite possibly the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Probably the worst starting. Oh,
0: they. Yeah, I don't.
1: So, I mean, even if Roethlisberger comes in – and I'm not saying Roethlisberger needs to be – I'm not saying Ben needs to be a pro baller next year. But if he even comes in and and does anything better, there's no way that I feel like the Steelers aren't making the playoffs. So, I really love the team. I TJ Watt, um, Bud Dupree, Mika Fitzpatrick. You know, I think Connor kind of got a raw deal last year. I think he can have a better season. Obviously, Smith-Schuster is, you know, a huge threat. Deontay Johnson – uh, could be, you know, could step up next year and, and play a big role. Um, their offensive line has always been decent, um, at least. I think, I think Pittsburgh, man, I think, I think they're a pretty good. I think they're underrated. I think they're pretty close to probably where they should be. Maybe a little bit lower, but probably pretty close to where. they I should would be.
0: give them top fifteen, but I can't put them inside the top ten.
1: I'll definitely go. I'll go with top fifteen. And
0: Vegas, yeah. I just don't
1: see what I don't want to say. Sense. That don't even make sense. I don't. I really don't feel like Vegas really got any better this off season. And not really. No, I don't feel like they really got any better.
0: And I mean, really, they picked up Prince of mm-hmm. and
1: and they shrug- Not only that, but they struggled at the end of the year. Yeah, like, they weren't the same team they were in the beginning of the season. And
0: like, how can anyone think that that team will have any type of chemistry when John Gruden was trying to jettison off Derek Carr for Tom Brady? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous, man. Like, why why would you even think that you would get somebody like that?
1: It's absolutely insane. I mean, if anyway. you're, like, trying to trade, and trade up and get, like, Deshaun Watson or, you know, if you're, if you're trying to move up and get somebody like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, uh, or even Dak Prescott, even. Like, somebody who's young that, you know, you're you – It can, would make sense. Right. Like, Brady would not make any sense to me. He's I mean, not a guy you makes, mortgage your future. He makes for. sense on the Bucks because the Bucks are – are, you know they're they, they were a rudderless ship and they were they were quarterback away from winning. right and the, yeah they're quarterback away from being a, a possibly a serious contender. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but the Raiders are not a quarterback. Derek Carr had an awesome season last year. And uh, the, uh, yeah, very underrated season. Last and the, year, and yeah. the Raiders are are nowhere near uh, you know contending for anything. You know,
0: no, I don't um, think so. Either.
1: Maybe at best the Raiders can sniff that that seventh seed playoff team at best, which would make you a top. Fifteen team, but I'm talking. That's the ceiling in my mind. So for them to be ranked number eight,
0: that just does not make any sense. Yeah, to they me. they were too inconsistent for me last year. They scored twenty four points or less in their last six playoff. I mean, their last six games of the season, and they went one in and five. And there yeah, like they really games. they really struggled. You yeah. know, and in that division, that's not going to cut it, Mm-mm. as far as I'm concerned. Um, so okay, so from what I'm hearing is. Uh per- personally, we're kicking Vegas out, right? Mm-hmm. So Vegas, you gotta go. Um Tampa Bay, that's a little early to put them in the top ten, right? Uh
1: I wouldn't say definitely fives. I mean, I would say closer, nine ten, somewhere around there. All right. So eight, nine, eight, 10. Eight, nine
0: ten. Are we kicking Pittsburgh out of the top ten? I wouldn't. No. No. All right, so well, I definitely would. What do you think about Dallas as number nine? So here's the thing. Well, that's the thing. I don't know what to make of Dallas. Okay. They're a wild card. They really they, are. They really are. You they know could, what? They could easily go 13. You never 3. know what you're getting. Now, <laughs> or I they could easily go six and ten. I was driving today in the car with my son, and this dude told me that he thinks Ezekiel Elliott is the most overrated <laughs> running back in the NFL. What do you think about that? Overrated. Overrated.
1: Um, I do think he's overrated. I don't know about the most though. That's the most
0: is pretty. Uh, who would be the most? Geez, God, I don't even know, man. Saquon Barkley. No, no, Saquon. <laughs> Saquon's a monster. But besides that, that's just something to stew on later. But I think this is showing a lot of disrespect to three teams in particular. One, the Minnesota Vikings. I do understand they got rid of Stephon Diggs, but that team is still a pretty good team, and Dalvin Cook is going to be um, coming back healthy. Their defense is still you know, strong. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And they can still put up points. Mm-hmm. Two, the Buffalo Bills. That is very disrespectful to the Buffalo Bills. Um, that team is young. That team, I think, is decent. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll definitely be touching base on them later. I can't – Jay can't say anything about that. <laughs> and uh, the other one is – the Indianapolis Colts with newly acquired Philip Rivers. Yeah, um I like that squad. Man, they have a great team, and they were another team that was absolutely um, a, a quarterback away. And they have him ranked at fourteen. Indianapolis ranked at fourteen, and I think that's a little disrespectful to them. As far as I'm concerned, you could boot Vegas out, boot Pittsburgh out, and you can put any one of those three teams in there. I won't be mad at all. Hey, yeah, you could drop, you could drop Tennessee a little bit. Yeah.
1: Definitely throw Minnesota in there. Oh, I know. Um, you know what? I'll be honest, dude. The team that definitely right is definitely getting uh, some some terrible treatment in these
0: rankings. Yeah, is the Eagles. Yeah, you're feeling yeah. Eagles a little bit, man. Um, I'm just not sure what to make of those guys, man. They they have them ranked at number 15. I think that's, that's um, way down there. I think when it comes to Tennessee, Tennessee has to. I think they got to prove that they can do it again. That's for me. But um, yeah, you're right, yeah. Eagles, a little disrespectful at 15, uh, Rams at 16. That's probably about where they should be. Yeah, you could trade um, Eagles. You could trade places with the, with the with Vegas. I'm a little shocked, though, to see Miami at 19 and Denver at 20 and Houston at 22. That's a little shocking. Houston shocked, at man. 22, I mean, yeah. yeah, they took some big hits,
1: you know, this offseason, but, I mean, they still have Deshaun Watson. They still have J.J. Watt. You know they still have a a good, a really good team. you yeah. know what I mean. And, yeah. um, you know I just think, man, I think that's that's a little bit, my opinion, a little bit too big of a hit on them. To, to, all the way down to twenty two, that's
0: you know, twenty two would be a, like a team who goes twenty two would be like a team who goes six and ten. Yeah, you're right, and and that's definitely a better team than that. It's a team that no matter, even though they lost, uh, what's his name, um, Watson, no Watson, um. Hopkins, Obviously. even though they lost Hopkins, well, lost and They gave Hopkins away. Yeah. um, that's definitely a team that's that can still compete in that division as long as you have a man like Deshaun Watson because he's a bad man. I mean, they got a, they still have a good yeah. receiving core. I mean, yeah, it's decent. It's it's experienced. I'll give you that well, much. The but depth, they are
1: often injured. it's the depth of
0: it. Yeah, bring a you know, they, cup they in. Definitely
1: got, and, right. and that's what you know. If you're gonna have a receiving core that like everybody goes down at least once a season, at least they're bringing. At least they're deep. Yeah, at least they're deep. You know, I mean, as they can't.
0: They can't all get hurt at once. Ask the Philadelphia Eagles. Or maybe Eagles. they can't. Ask the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles how that works out for you. Yeah. So. Right. All right, man. So we're we gonna do is we're gonna take a little bit of a break here. Uh, when we come back, uh, we gotta talk a little bit of. Uh, we got pro football focus. We're gonna talk about and then Jay and I have some bold predictions for this NFL pretty, season. Pretty pretty bold. So uh, we will be right back. Welcome back, sports fans, to What J&J say Sports. Uh, We just got done talking about the NFL, NBA, how they uh, approved their new playoff format. Uh, The NFL, talking about the power rankings and whether we agree or disagree on the top 10. But now I got a question for you, Jay. Uh, Pro football focus, who we both love. Mm -hmm. Love some pro football focus. We don't always agree with them by any stretch of imagination. But we respect their work, man. They do good work. They really do. I mean, Uh, listen, they have contracts with all 32 NFL teams. Yeah, they're great, man. (laughs) And and I I suggest if you are a real football fan to go and pro football food as much as you can and read up. Um, So they brought out the NFL's 50 best players entering 2020. All right, Jay, so stay with me. All right, kid. So the number one player entering the 2020 season is Aaron Donald. Absolutely. No, Makes sense, no, right? No argument. Yeah, no argument that. here, right? And uh, look, I just scanned through look. number two. Probably Patrick the Mahomes. best defensive lineman of all time. When I mean, he's getting – well, pound for pound, I'll tell you that much. Um, number two is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, um, I'm not I mean, mad at that. Not really, Rico, really. really uh, let really me just close argument. my – I'll flick my phone. Let's see where I wind up, all right? Let's see where the hell I wind up here. Flick it and stop. Uh, let's see. Number 15, Fletcher Cox, right? He's still – Great player, right? Uh, That's probably the second best defense tackle in the league. Yeah, let me uh let me go ahead and flip my phone again for you here. All right. Oh, we're we are at number twenty seven, running back Nick Chubb. Number for the Cleveland Browns. Not bad player.
1: No, he, he was killing it, right? Yeah, one of the best running backs that he was he was leading the league in rushing until uh yeah until uh, Derek Henry decided how about number forty
0: really one? We're down to forty one now. Edge rusher Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Um, rookie defensive player. Of yeah, the year. he's a killer, right? Uh, let me go all the way down to. Let's see, let's go all the way down to fifty. Edge rusher Daniel Hunter, the Minnesota Vikings. He's the number fifty player. Um, you know Deshaun Watson, he made it in there. I believe. He I, didn't was realize, in the, I didn't realize. I didn't realize. the had such an impact. Oh yeah, he was killing it, man. Yeah, that's um interesting. You know, we'll flip through quarter quarterbacks wise. Like I said, you got um, Tom Brady's at twenty four. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't be mad about that. Um, Tyreek Hill is twenty-two. Um, I mean, you you definitely got a lot of guys in here that are that are really killing. It. Um, is there a quarterback that that you noticed that I that I didn't uh, I haven't named yet? You know, Russell Wilson's in there. He's in the top uh, ten, I believe. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, is eleven. You know, um, I mean, Lamar Jackson is at eight. Um, how about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers is not in the top 50. What? Players. No Aaron Rodgers. I didn't stutter, my friend. Aaron Rodgers. So here's my question for you. He did not have a good season last year. That's for sure. No, and the year before, he didn't have a very good season either. And past three seasons every year, he has broke his own record for throwaways. So here's the question. Do we think that Aaron Rodgers is – too busy protecting his legacy, and being too careful with the ball. Because let's be honest, his legacy right now because he's not going to be winning Super Bowls with this team. He's not getting free. Uh, he's not getting free agents there. His legacy is efficient quarterback play and touchdown to interception ratio. Do we think he's trying to protect that legacy as he goes out, or is it just become his play style and he's just becoming a terrible quarterback?
1: I could definitely. He seems like the type of person that would protect his legacy. I agree. <laughs> I agree. If, if, if that's something we found out, like it would, it wouldn't. And I'm, I'm not really like. I think a lot of people are really hard on Aaron Rodgers. I'm not one of those guys that's real hard on. him. I understand Aaron Rodgers, but but that would definitely that could de- that would definitely not surprise me if that if that's what it is. And I think that's that's definitely definitely a
0: possibility for sure. Yeah, um I think he's seeing the writing on the wall is the same thing that we've seen is that I, I think you and I are in agreement that Green Bay has wasted Aaron Rodgers' career. Mm-hmm. Uh they everyone talks about him as being the greatest thrower of the football. And I don't know about that, but he pretty darn good. He's definitely one of them. Yeah. Sure. He's definitely good. And um I just see that I just see that he sees that he's not going to get any help from Green Bay. And his exact words just about a week or two ago, is, he could see himself not finishing his career in Green Bay.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, they drafted Jordan Love this this
0: offseason. And they said just last week that they were going to work him in the offense next year. Can you imagine a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers' stature getting worked in and out with Jordan Love? <laughs> I mean, listen, let's be honest. Joe Flacco didn't really enjoy it when they did it with Lamar Jackson, and Joe Flacco's not a quarter no. of the quarterback there. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Even though they have all. the same amount of Super Bowls. Not at all.
1: And, I mean, is Jordan Love going to be a quarter of, of who Lamar Jackson is?
0: Yeah. You know I mean, mean I don't know. who knows? But, it's unreal.
1: Yeah. I, no, it's crazy, man. Uh, yeah, I think definitely think he's definitely the type of guy that I would think that wouldn't surprise me about protecting his legacy, and yeah. um, you know, or or even using that to frustrate Packers uh, leadership and right get him moved somewhere. Because, I, man, I don't know if I, I don't know, I don't think Rogers wants him wants wants to be seen as the guy who left Green Bay. He wants to be seen as the guy who, who Green Bay moved. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just that's just splitting hairs, right there, man. You know, so I mean, I could definitely see, definitely see for sure, definitely see, uh, you know, Green Bay moving on. You know, at this point, with with everything that's happened. And now, what if I told you they just can't move on yet? Because I mean, it's a huge.
0: Cap it if they trade him. What if I told you there were three Green Bay Packers that made the top 50 over Aaron Rodgers? Um let me guess. Donald Driver. No, this is just coming into I'm this not, year. Now, why did right? I didn't say Donald Driver? I don't know, but we'll go with um, Devontae Adams. <laughs> Devontae Adams. I noticed <laughs> that's where you were going. <laughs> Donald, Donald Driver. Good lord, man. So Devontae Adams. Um, that old Spice is getting to my brain. Yeah, true story. Uh, you know I can never say his last name, but it's David Bakhtiari. Bakhtiari. Yeah. He
1: was one of the highest-rated tackles in the league right? And
0: Kenny Clark. Kenny Clark. What about uh, Jadavian Smith? He did not make yeah, the top 50. What? Yep. You, you heard me, son. So I just crazy. think he's going to be a little bit bitter about that. I just wanted to throw that out there because I was interested in Aaron Rodgers that he was missing. And that was a glaring oversight as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, even though he is on the downhill side of his career, he's absolutely better than a lot of the players that they already put in there. That's true. You know. All right. So uh, sliding on to more, NFL. Uh, we got some bold predictions for you guys, and we are definitely going to be uh, throwing them at you. Um, so, Jay, I'm going to let you go ahead and start this bad boy off. All right. So my first – prediction we'll see what you think about this. All right. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, who are his power ranking 13 that I just spoke very highly of, by the way. Will completely miss the playoffs next Will completely miss Even the Even with playoffs, the extra playoffs. seed added. <sighs> so they were 10 and 7 last year and they lost in the AFC Wild uh, wild card game to Houston 22 to 19 mm-hmm. last year. Um now you're telling me a team that did that ten and six. Tom Brady is out of the division, and they added Stephon Diggs, who his last three years has averaged seventy six catches and a thousand yards uh, and eight touchdowns. Um, I don't, and that's what you're telling me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Will not. All right, will not. Make the playoffs next make
1: year. Make the playoffs next year. That's pretty And cool, everybody's man. saying that they're going to win the division. Yeah. Everybody's saying that they're going to win the
0: division. They're probably the best team in their division, man. But Allen has to be better, right? Is that what we're thinking, man? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. So, wow, that's pretty
1: strong, man. What, um, what if I told you that from week eight okay, on – Last year, right? The Buffalo Bills went five and six, including the playoffs. They went including the the including the playoff loss. They're one game under five hundred. One game under five hundred, including playoff loss. They wow. went five and six last year. Well, I can tell you that um Se- second. Well, I would say kind of second
0: half from week eight on, right? So, so that. That wouldn't surprise me, considering the fact that uh, Allen was twenty seventh in passing yards per game at one hundred ninety three passing yards per game. That was forty yards worse per game than Gardner
1: Minshew. And listen, two of those losses came from the Cleveland Browns and the New York, and a
0: home game to the New York Jets. All right, there's your bold prediction, man. That's that's a pretty strong prediction, there, Jay. I'm not gonna lie. Um, what do you think? You think it's even possible? <laughs> no, I think you're out of your core. Cool. <laughs> so that's what it's all about. I love it. If you think I'm crazy, then I picked a good one. This is true. All right. <laughs> so, on the same lines, how about this one? My bold prediction for the NFL 2021 season will be: the Denver Broncos will make the playoffs. Oh, the Denver Broncos, the seven and nine Denver Broncos. Um, the past three seasons, they've gone five and eleven, six and ten, and then seven and nine in the last three years. So they're getting um, better. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're getting better. They <laughs> um, it, and that matches the three losing seasons. Matches the total of the Broncos' previous twenty-two years. By the way, in case you were curious, um, <laughs> that's pretty much why they hit the emergency button, man, and got John Elway back in there. But um, they acquired. Some short term talent, man, with uh AJ Boyer and -hmm. Bradley Chubb. And um, I mean, they're they got Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler, their first two
1: picks.
0: Yeah, uh, they got they picked up Melvin Gordon, Melvin Gordon, yeah, Cortland Sutton with
1: those three running backs. Yep, you know, I think losing Connor McGovern to
0: the the Jets is I think that's a big loss, man. Yeah, no, you're right, but um, they got Cortland Sutton who he, he came out last year was killing it, man. Uh, Noah Fan tight end. Came yeah. to be mad at him. Did you um, know that Noah Fant had
1: uh nine missed red zone targets last year? Wow. And usually that's you miss- get usually you get at least almost half of those is like the norm. Yeah. You know, you'll get about 50% of them. So that's crazy. That's that's five,
0: four or five missed touchdowns. Wow. That people don't realize. So joining Philip Lindsay, who is a pretty good bag is Melvin Gordon. And the only question mark I have on the team is the leader, Drew Locke. And I'm not sure about Drew Locke still. Um, but that the team he has around him right is
1: is very like I, I I I agree with you a bit. I think the Broncos are
0: severely underrated. I agree. They they um, have him, they have them ranked at number twenty. And we always talk about how
1: turnovers are you know they're based a lot of it's based off of luck it's based off like 75% um, luck and 25% skill turnovers are right of and, course. and the broncos i stated it last year uh, right in the middle of the season that the broncos i think they didn't get a turnover for their their defense did not get get a turnover for like the first it was something five insane five or six it was games something of the insane season. and that's just that, that's not a matter of skill that's that's a matter of just being very unlucky. Well oh, yeah, because that's a decent defense still, man. Right, right. right. And you got Chubb, you got you got one yeah. one side, Von Miller on the other. Um, you know, they just got Jarrell Casey from, from and I know he's a little bit older, but bet your booty, Jarrell <laughs> Casey, you know, can is a baller still.
0: Yeah, and still I was baller. not happy
1: that we traded Jarrell Casey at all. So I know he's still a baller. He's probably he was probably the best player on our defense last year. Um, and you're throwing that. You're throwing a guy like that up front. Um, you know. And then they got, um, like you said, A.J. Aboye from from Jacksonville.
0: Um, they have one of the best safety tandems in the league. Like, that defense is legit. So let me tell you about the defense. I'm glad you said it. So Vic Fangio, there's one thing that dude can do, the head coach, is put the good defense. So this is what I want to tell you. That uh, the Broncos held eight of their last 12 opponents to 20 points or less. And they will definitely be tested early this year because Denver opens with the resurgent Titans. Yeah, that's right, Monday night. It's yep. the second Monday night game. There you go. I don't know how I'm going to stay away. We will somehow. <laughs> Steelers and Bucks in their first three weeks. So they got Derrick Henry, Big Ben, and Tom Brady. That's in test. Yeah, that's a so test right there. there there's go. my bold prediction. Number yeah. one. <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing that's going to
1: hold the Broncos back, it's going to be that schedule.
0: They yeah. they
1: do have one of uh, on paper one of the hardest schedules in the league. Yep. Um, so that is one thing that if they can overcome that schedule, um, um you know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm All right. It. Yeah. So, what is your next bold prediction for the NFL season? <laughs> My next bold prediction:
0: the Chicago Bears. Yep. Will win the NFC North. Ah, oh, man. I like it. It's a short one because it's simple. Um, it all comes down to the offensive play of um, either one of the quarterbacks. All well, number one, we were said we said this off air. Poor Nagy, the head coach of the Bears. If he closes, I mean, he pretty much will call a play, a passing play, and closes his eyes and hopes it worked last year. <laughs> At least having Nick Foles there, which I think it will take just a couple practices for Nick Foles to, to beat out Mitch Trubisky. A little bit more of a veteran, mm-hmm. a little bit more. But of a veteran. not just—I don't know, man. Because he looked
1: absolutely—he—he got outplayed by Gardner. So. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if Let's
0: he not forget—he was, dude. He got dude, he looked like no. He was in the beginning of the year. Ish. He was very good, bro. Trashish. in the very in the first what half that he played, he was very good. You think maybe they tried to rush him back? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I think he felt the pressure, too, getting rushed back. Because media was taking over, man. Not only but, that, but they're paying him a gazillion yeah. dollars. So, I, But not only the offense of the Bears, it's going to depend on the offense of the Green Bay Packers and, and the Vikings. The Vikings. Yep. So, Because the one thing that all three of the four teams have is a good defense. Yes, yes. So, and my
1: biggest thing with the Bears is, I think the Vikings did get a little bit worse. You can't week. lose a player like Deshaun, or like uh, Stephon Diggs, yeah, not get
0: worse. Yeah, I
1: think they did get a little, not not a significant amount, but a little bit. Um, I think the Packers got a lot of it worse. Yeah. Um, and if you really look at the Bears, it seemed like the entire season, not one thing went right for the Bears. Yeah. Yet they were still. Eight and eight, and it had a chance to the playoffs in the last game. Yeah. The you know what I'm saying? saying? You're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, I if, agree. if you have a few things that go right and they play just a little bit better, they could easily be 10 and, 10 and six or yeah. 11 and five. Yeah. And I think 10 and six, 11 and five can easily win that division. And be better quarterback play is probably one of those things that they need. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the weapons. They got Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, um, uh,
0: David Montgomery. And the defense to give them a short porch. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. I like it, man. That's a nice bold prediction. All right. My next one was very short and very sweet. The New England Patriots. All right, Biggie, the delusional Patriots fan, pay close attention to this. They are going to go undefeated in their division. Undefeated. You heard me. Undefeated what? in their own division. There's
1: no way. I'm sorry. <laughs> even even when they're yes. Even when they're in their peak in prime. Yep. There's no way that they're going to Miami. And I'm right sorry.
0: Here. This this segment is not called... They can't win, they can't win Miami. This, this segment <laughs> is not called safe predictions, my friend. It's called bold predictions, and they're going undefeated <laughs> in their division, which means they will beat Buffalo twice, Miami twice, and why am I having a brain fart twice? The Jets. <laughs> Thank you. The Jets twice, which I don't think is much of a feat. So that's my uh I I don't think uh I, I just don't think Jared Sted uh Jarrett Stedham is gonna be the man um uh, for them moving forward. But I could be wrong. So I think I think that and I totally agree with you. I don't think he
1: is the guy. I think they're gonna be definitely obviously looking to upgrade at some point. Yeah. Um I don't think it's gonna be next year, but uh rather, otherwise they would have they're gonna tank for coach. Trevor. I don't even think they're going to tank, man. I I think think so, they're just too good. They're too yeah. good, and Belichick is too good. I think the Patriots are going to win the division. I
0: I think they're going to win I, the division. I think man. you're crazy, number one. But number two, um, why do you think Belichick is so good? This is the Tennessee Titans thing for me, bro. I got You have to actually prove to me that you can do it because I've never seen Bill Belichick do it without Brady. Yeah, no, I. he failed. He got fired in Cleveland, dog. Fired in Cleveland. Yeah, and then the the team that he helped build
1: became uh, uh, a dominant force. Are you talking about the Patriots? The Ravens. Well, that's true.
0: But that wasn't wasn't because of him. Well, He was there. uh, That was Ozzie Newsom. Yeah. But um, New England, they were – Losing his first season, they went what seven, nine, or six and ten, or something like that. And then they were losing when Drew Bledsoe got injured, and Tom Brady, the hand of God, reached out and touched Belichick on the forehead and, and handed him Tom Brady. As much <laughs> as that angers you, <laughs> that's how you. That's how you feel about it. Yeah, yeah. listen, I read a book about it. I so, read <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, what's your next bold prediction, man? It made me guess it was a Tom Brady book. <laughs> it was. It might have been very much it was Giselle. <laughs> what
1: you got? All right. Here here's one you're gonna be pissed off about. Oh man. Ready? All right. I need to get, like, a shield or something. Yeah. <laughs> As you say that, my son walks into the studio. Listen, you guys can't surround me, all right? I'm about to say that. So. All right. What's your bold prediction? They're starting to surround me here, guys. Hey, listen, if something happens in the next five minutes, and I'll somehow, for whatever reason, go off air. Send 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 the – Banana send, cream pie. Send, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> send a search party or something. I'm buried somewhere in this place. Which, what you got? All right. Baker Mayfield. Of the Cleveland Browns. Of the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Will throw more touchdowns than the touchdown leader, passing leader last year, Lamar Jackson. Baker Mayfield will throw more touchdowns this season. I'm not saying be a better quarterback because, you know, Lamar obviously has skills that Baker will never have. But
0: he will throw more touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. (sighs) Mr. Lamb, this segment is called bold predictions, not (laughs) completely dumb predictions. Um, There's not a snowball's chance in hell that they're going to do that. Reason being is, just like last year... Listen, I'm going to text you after every week. You're welcome to. I'm going to text you a touchdown count after every week. That's fine. That's fine because, first of all, the Cleveland Browns are still a running team. And... They will they will try to throw the ball still. As as sure <laughs> the Ravens are the most point. runniest team there is. But when they get down to the red zone, my man's chucking all over the place. He does like to chuck it in the red yes. zone. Yes. And guess what? He puts points up. So that that hurt me a little bit there. Um, just gonna let you know that. Um Yeah. Uh, all right, my last bold prediction. I don't even want to talk anymore about that because I'm so angry. Um, <laughs> move along. Move yeah, along. moving move on. on. We're on to Cincinnati. Um, my Last bold prediction is Jameis Winston will finish the season as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Okay. That's my last bold prediction. Not necessarily for the Saints. Yeah. But he will be – He might be some trade bait. Yes. Mm. That's my last bold prediction.
1: Like it? Yeah. No, I, I, like de- I agree. I, I mean, I I could definitely – I mean, it's a pretty bold prediction, but I, I could, I could, there's a, there's a window for that. There's a door.
0: Like I can see that yeah. And yeah. I, happening. And I can see it being somewhere in the uh, <laughs> NFC North. Yeah. I could see that. I could see America's team. If Dallas doesn't, if uh, Dak Prescott doesn't want to play nice there. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of places. Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of, Especially
1: with his super low salary this year. Yeah. I mean he's like what one and a half million or somewhere yeah. around there? He's, right he's around there.
0: next to nothing. Right,
1: right. Especially
0: for a quarterback. That's pennies for a quarterback literally pennies for a quarterback. Yep. Uh yeah, definitely. There's um, a lot of teams that people could get injured. Um, I mean you got you got places like Arizona. Hmm? Let's be honest, man. Or if what if uh what if Minshew really don't work
1: out? I mean, Jacksonville is oh, his Oh god, base. could you imagine him back in Florida? Jacksonville is his backyard. Oh. God, he can have all the crab legs. All the he crab wants. legs he wants, baby. <laughs> all right, so what is your
0: last bowl prediction? All right, I got one more for you. One more for you. All right, the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, who uh, Peter King has uh, fifth, ranked, ranked number 15. fifteen. That'd be outside the playoffs. The Philadelphia Eagles, yes, will
1: go to the NFC Championship. The
0: NFC Championship, possibly
1: the Super Bowl. Will go to the NFC Championship.
0: Philadelphia Eagles will go to the NFC Championship. The Philadelphia Eagles will go to the NFC Championship. So you're talking about the same Philadelphia Eagles who were 9-8 and eight last year and they lost in the NFC wild card game mm-hmm. uh, 17-9 to Seattle. Who um, they don't have any – heck, they don't even know who their quarterback is right now because they got Jalen Hurton there and they don't even know – <laughs> what he's gonna be doing. Um now you do understand that they, they ended their season with with a 40-year-old quarterback potentially on their death chart as a wide receiver, right? Yep. Okay. I just want to know if you That's not That's happening, happening again. That's not happening <laughs> again. <laughs> um I mean they they definitely uh I
1: think that they have – That's crazy, man. I think they're similar to the Cowboys, that they have a really, really good roster. Their roster is severely underrated. And bringing in Darius Slay, drafting Rager, yeah. bringing in uh, Marquise Goodwin from the, from the Niners, just you know, bringing, bringing in some, some guys that could help this team out and stay healthy on top of having the best tight end duo in the league.
0: So, let me just tell you about some of the quarterbacks. And a great offensive line, too. So, they play. And I haven't mentioned Carson Wentz. They play the Niners, the Steelers, the Ravens, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Saints, and the Cardinals. I didn't say they were going to go 16-0. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just helping you out, man. And no, then week 16 is Eagles at Cowboys. That's interesting, man. All right, I like it, man. I like I it. I'd say they're going 16 so,
1: and 0.
0: All right, so what we got to do is we got to take a little bit of a break, and um, I got to calm down from the whole Baker Mayfield thing. <laughs> so uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break, we're gonna pay a couple bills, and um, I have a hole to dig. We will be right back. All right, and we are back, sports fans. Um, we just got done taking care of the NFL and our bold predictions, uh, which Jay lost his mind on. But um, we got a little bit of cleaning up to do with the MLB as well as UFC. I'm still alive, I survived. He made it, guys. He made it through. Um, all right, so MLB is still arguing with the uh, the player union as well as the owners, still arguing about what games to be played. The um, the uh, Major League Baseball Player Association they offered counter the. Uh, MLB with 114 games, and they want to get prorated. So pretty much what it comes down to is the owner said they're not going to give a counter offer. that essentially you are going to play um, the 50 games, which is 25% of the season, at 25% of your pay. Um, so not a lot of players are really appreciating that, but the problem with it is they don't have much of a choice. Uh, so if that's what the owners actually decide to do, um, that you are going to see um, – if if you if the players decide they're not going to show up, then they offer them eighty. Something it was eighty-two games, right? games. Yeah, it was eighty-two games, and then the, the then they then they the Major League Baseball they harded fourteen, and then the owners came back with fifty. So what pretty much what it comes down to is if you don't show up and play, and you it's a unsanctioned strike, so it's an illegal strike. They can't do that, right? They have to actually go through certain parameters to have a strike. But if individual players decide it's not worth it to play, then they lose their time in service, which affects their, their pay and arbitration and things like that. So ultimately the players are going to show up. But if I was a player and the minute I felt a sore shoulder, a tweaked hamstring, I'm shutting it down, man. Um, because 25% of your pay uh, after this long layoff, I, I'm not exactly sure it's enough. So um, we will definitely keep you guys updated on what's going to happen with that. Um, but it sounds it like sounds to me like like uh, the the ownership put out an offer.
1: Players counter offered yeah 114 like you said, and then to drop it down to fifty, it almost sounds like a slap in the face to the players, like they were purposely trying to piss them off. And that's
0: the problem is that the owners have all the power at that point. So they um, they negotiated. Uh, in March, they negotiated that they were going to play a shorter season at a prorated rate of pay. Um, but there's a clause in there that says for lack of attendance, and the owners can pretty much do whatever they want. And that was the clause that the uh, Major League Players Association agreed upon. And you got to live by the contract. So uh, huh. yeah, that, that, that's definitely not fair to the players. Though, yeah, it's not. But you know what? They it's the contract that they signed, right? It's the agreement yeah. I guess uh, What's fair? What's all? So- what's fair is what's, fair, what's- What's fair is where you put your name at what's on paper. Yeah, they never thought – I guarantee you they never thought that this would happen, and that's why they signed the contract, but it's a gamble. So – but we will definitely keep you guys updated on Major League Baseball and see what happens, and we're definitely going to try to get our boy Joe in here, our MLB insider, and we'll talk a little bit more to him about that, hopefully here in the next week or so. So, uh, all right, let's tighten this bet. Let's uh, put a bow on this bad boy with a little bit of UFC. Yeah, yeah, Jay. Yeah, well, what's really going on? The big story in UFC right now is, is uh,
1: some bickering going on back and forth between, uh, yet again, money. <laughs> it seems, it seems that's, uh, that's what's going on a lot in sports right now is money. Everybody's arguing about money, but uh, but the UFC was trying to set up a super fight in the heavyweight division between Francis. Uh, Nganu, who's a you know, one of the top contenders uh, in, in the UFC heavyweight division mm-hmm. uh, and they wanted him to fight Johnny Bones Jones who's the current UFC um, light heavyweight champion yeah so Jones was okay with fighting inganu but he wanted a big bump in pay
0: he's the drawing card.
1: And Jones went to UFC uh, Jones went to UFC leadership privately to talk about it. Right. I guess him wanting more money from what it looks like pissed off Dana White, yeah, who's the president of UFC if you didn't know that, which I'm sure most people do. Um and at, with that being said, he went out and uh said that. Basically, tried to pull some skeletons out of Johnny Bones Jones' closet. Which well, he has plenty of them. Pun, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> pun intended. Um, and he's saying that Jones wanted Deontay Wilder money. Yeah. Um, which I guess is, I'm not a huge guy in the box. I like boxing, but I'm not, in, I don't know like the the you know finances of boxing. But I guess is around $30 million a fight. That's That's probably pretty accurate. That's, I guess, that's about what Wilder makes per fight, and Jones. uh, Dana White was saying that Jones was asking for that type of money. Uh, Jones came out and called Dana a liar. He said that um, he said that he wasn't asking for he was asking for a bump in pay, but he wasn't asking for anything close to that. And he's also said that he has been underpaid. He feels like he's been underpaid this whole time. And, um, Dana basically fired back saying that Jones isn't the same draw that he used to be. And, uh... That's pretty disrespectful. You know, right, right. Uh, and at, at, at one point, and I still believe Dana believes this, but he... Dana thought that Jones is the best, best fighter of all time. He could have been. Yeah. Dana thinks that Jones could have been the Michael Jordan of, of UFC. Um... um But either way, Jones has asked for his UFC release. Um, In my mind, I think that the market out there right now for MMA isn't very big. So if he did get a release, I'm not sure he would make anything close to what he's making already. Even though he uh, he thinks he's underpaid, I don't know if he'd make more money than what he... Even think anything close. To he's you. if you think he could go to like yeah. one one fighting championship, which is you know based in uh, in the Far East. Yeah, um, he could go to Bellator, which is a uh, predominantly U.S. based fight company. And they're probably the second biggest. No, they are promote there MMA mm-hmm. promotion in the world. Yeah, um, he could go to a professional fight league. They do a tournament. They give out a million dollar check. Right, but
0: he's not. He's. He's a bigger draw than any of those leagues. Oh, yeah. But he's not going to make the money that the UFC is going to, because the UFC is going to invest a ton in him and he can get the endorsements. And he can get the. So you're right. Could he make more money in fights? Yeah, but he could also try to make that money back up in endorsements and things like that. But let's be honest. He has screwed himself out of a lot of game, out of a lot of fun. Yeah. chances. Oh yeah. Man. Definitely. You know. So that's his. From that's DWI so, uh, felony yeah. hit and run. Yeah. On a pregnant
1: lady. Yeah. And just the drug suspensions alone. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's I mean, definitely he's definitely. I uh, don't I don't think it's really right for Dana to pull the skeletons out of the closet. No. I think it was a pretty low blow. Yeah. Uh, move. Um, he but hasn't been able he's to make not, a lot of money off him. A lot. Of he's times. not lying. You know yeah. what I mean. So, but and you're a, right. It, Jones has yeah. definitely tarnished his own reputation. But there's another fighter who's asking for his release as well. Yes. Uh, the B uh B M F
0: yeah. champion.
1: Yep. The bad the, so the bad mo- mofo champion, which is a legitimate belt. Yep. yep. Which <laughs> doesn't make sense to me, but it's pretty funny. Um, Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Is kind of going through the same thing yep. that Jones is. He thinks he's worth more money. He's not getting it, and uh, he's actually asked the UFC for his release too. Um, I do think the status of where Masvidal is. I do think it could be, it could be a lucrative benefit for him, right? Because promotions are going to probably pay him a lot more than what he's making with the UFC to get him signed on. Um, so I actually think that it might actually benefit him by really uh, if he if he feels like he can get more money, he can he probably can't. I
0: think he's got um I think he could make the same amount of money per fight in other leagues. But again, it goes back to the endorsements, it goes back to the marketing. Mm-hmm. UFC's gonna put a whole lot of money into him. They already have put a whole lot of money in him. Yeah. yeah. He was not a household name until he won that championship against against Nate Diaz. Exactly. So because and Nate let's be honest, unless you're a true UFC fan, no one knew who the heck Nate Diaz was until he fought Conor McGregor the forty seventh time. Right. <laughs> yep. Um,
1: so I mean I think what we're gonna see is what we're, I think where we're heading into in the MMA world is a push for, for more pay for the
0: fighters. Do you think you do you think they they you can see them getting a strong union? A stronger union, yeah, 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 for sure. They're gonna need, they're gonna need, to. they're gonna need it. Because let's be real, right? So like, most most guys that are fighters, they're independent entities, right? There, go. they're their own business, their own brand, and they don't really have anybody who's fighting for them, and that's kind of what they need. They need like unified voice uh, that will actually fight for them. And they yeah. really don't have that, so it's essentially a whole bunch of individuals going up against one unified force, and that force is yeah you know, Dana White. Oh yeah in the UFC and yeah. they got way more money and that's really what it comes down to. you lose every time every single time. So but yeah, I think
1: I think you're going to see uh, a strong fighters union soon. I think you're going to see fighters start getting paid more money. Um and I will say in UFC's defense, they don't they don't pro- they probably don't pay their top athletes enough money as far as what they're worth and, and what the money yeah. they're making off them but they are very, very generous to their lower, lower card athletes. Yeah. More than like okay, for example, like you could have a huge boxing match with like Wilder and um, Tyson, Tyson. Fury, right? Yeah. And and the very first fight on that card, which is not won't even be televised, um, the guy those guys can make like eight hundred bucks a piece. You know, um, UFC they're paying into the thousands. Yeah you know, like 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 ten ten thousand to fight another ten thousand if you win. Yeah. You know, and that's their absolute first fight on the card. Yeah. Like, you know, so they're very, very generous to the low way more generous than other combat sports. And they, way give, more they, they give good
0: splits also on the pay-per-view. So
1: and that's right. what so I mean so I mean yeah you know it's it's really it's the ones who they the ones they cheat, I guess if you want to say, or the ones they lowball. Oh, the ones that are making it's the big the stars
0: is <laughs> the big stars. They don't up all the little guys. That's which funny. is kind of cool. But yeah. Either way. So um so that's uh that's that is our show for this week, guys. Uh like we said, we're gonna try to get back to doing this thing normally uh on um Wednesdays and Fridays. We might change up a little bit, but you know we we are, but we are gonna be coming back more uh consistent than we a were now this yeah. yeah, now this whole I don't not that the pandemic is over, but the fact that um you know, it's getting to the point where it's safe for us to come back to the studio and do some work. So um, uh, we appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys leave us comments on uh, Facebook, Anchor.fm, as well as Twitter. Oh, yeah, and, voicemail, um, blow up our Twitter, guys. Yeah, and we'd appreciate if you guys shared our show. Um, you know, it doesn't take much. Uh, we, we do this. We have fun doing this, but we need you guys to help us out a little bit. So um, we will be talking to you guys yeah. next week. See you.